thank you for allowing us teams to be able to lead today. Um, so to start off is the passage that I was thinking about when I was getting ready for this lesson was First Timothy chapter four verse twelve. Um, th this passage, a lot of people think it's only for the youth. I don't see it that way. I see it as it's a message and a challenge for all Christians. Um, we're, we're all called to be different than the world. We're all called to set the example for the world and for other Christians. Um, this passage, it lists six ways of how to be the example. Uh, the first one is speech, or word, as this version says. Um, that speech, a lot of, the way I see it is we shouldn't sound like the world. We shouldn't be caught up in how the world speaks, how the world acts, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, that could be like the way, the, the words we use of like, for instance, cussing, that is not the ideal way to, to preach to people. <laughs> um, or the, the waste of breath on pointless things. That's, that's the way I see it. Um, the verse that I wanted to go with this is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Uh, um, and it says, let no, one corrupt, n let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but, be, uh, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Um, we should be using our words to build each other up, not tear each other down. Um, I know for preparing, when I was preparing for this lesson, I was very nervous. I was very hesitant on saying yes to, actually. Um, but Joel helped me. He built up my confidence to get this lesson prepared, to preach to you guys. Um, a lot of times, the to build someone up, it's not just saying good job to someone, not giving them a pound by it. It's showing them how to, like, con uh, constructive criticism, like telling them how to better themselves, not to tear them down because they did bad. No, that's, that's not how we're supposed to build people up. We're supposed to build them up by encouraging them, by, um, by giving them advice on how to better themselves. Uh, the example two for the step, uh, is uh, action. Um, for me, words and actions must match. That's how I see it. Um, but that could mean, you know, saying I love this person and then turning around and talking bad about them to someone else. That's that's not how, like, that's not how you show someone. Hold on. Um, that, that's not like, uh, hold on. For, for instance, uh, for me, I, I will serve. I will, I'm willing to do anything I'm asked. Like, for instance, Joel, he'll, he'll have people like help clean up after an event. I will always help. I will do what is told. What, what I'm asked to do, I will do it. That's how I've grown up. That's how I was taught. 
Um, that's how I show that my actions and my word match. Um, the, the, the reason why I'm like that is my parents, they've taught me that. They, I've grown up that way. They showed me how to do that. Um, so that's how, how I show, but how, how I be the example in action. Um, the third example is love. The, chap uh, the verse that I want to put with it is John uh, chapter 13, verse 34 through 35. And it says, A new commandment I give to you that, you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Uh, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have loved one another. Um, love isn't just a feeling, it's an action, as I see it. Um, how the world sees, or how how will the world really see love if there's no example of it? If we're not there to show them how to love, um, uh, our, I know currently our world is not showing love very well right now. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, there's a lot of riots going on. That's not how the world should be. That's not how. Um, that's not how the world should show love. Uh, uh, if if we're not there to show them how to love, they're not going to learn. If we're not there to show that love, they're they won't know how to love each other. They won't know how to be. Uh, how to how to know to I get I cannot speak. <laughs> uh, that, that's pretty much all I had for that one. Um, <laughs> uh, the next one was example four is spirit. When I see the word spirit, I think of what motivates our actions. What is our motivation towards what we do, what we say? Um, I, I think this is this passage is telling us our motivation is important. It's the why, the why we do things is or why we do things is just as important as what we are doing. The motivation is there to tell us how to act in front of people, how to show people, um, how to, how to. Um, how to show people that we are, we are Christians. Um, the example I have with this. Um, so if I if I started coming to youth group because there's there's some cute girls, that that's that's not how it should be. I I shouldn't be coming there because you know there's there's a cute girl. No, um, I should be coming there because I want to know Christ. I want to know God. I want to know who Jesus is. Um, that that's why I come here. That's why I go to church, um, and and likewise, I think that's how we should be the example of to others is showing them that we want to know who Jesus is, who God is. Um, and that's pretty much it for that one. Uh, the fifth one is faith. Recently, uh, recently, my grandfather passed away. Um, 
when, when he did, I felt at peace with God. I, know, I knew God was there. I knew God was in control. Um, I, knew, I knew that my faith was secure because I knew God would take care of everything. Um, someone without faith, or if I didn't have faith, I would have, I would have blown up. I wouldn't have been at peace. Um, um, a person with faith responds differently um, during difficult times. Than without than with someone without faith. Um, someone without faith, we we can't see the big bigger picture if we don't have the faith in God. Like, um, if we don't have our faith secure in God, we will never see salvation. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I have for faith. Um, Next up is purity. When I read the word purity, I think of integrity or innocence, that sort of deal. Um, um, when, I, when I'm looking at purity, I'm thinking of how to avoid temptation, how to, how to not be tempted by the sinful things in this world. Um, this really kind of relates back to everything that we've looked at so far. Um, we need we need our purity when we are talking to people, when we interact with people. Um, we need it to not have the world's influence when we're speaking. Uh, we need it in our actions when we're interacting with people. When we, uh, how how we how our actions influence, influence people needs to be pure. Um, our love must be pure when we're showing love to someone. Um, our motivations uh, must be, they, they have to be pure and righteous, that we shouldn't be motivated to do sinful things. We need to be motivated to show the world that we are Christians, we are Christ. Um, and we have to have the faith that God is there to be there, to have, or to be in control, to put our faith in God. Um, that's pretty much it. But I have one last closing thing. Um, when I when I was growing up, whenever I would get ready to leave the house, my dad would always say, "Be the example." That right there is how I see this verse. I, I take that as a challenge of this verse. When we go outside, when we go interact with people, we need to set the example of our speech, our actions, how we uh, interact with people, how we love people, how we motivate people. Um, so that's pretty much all I have. I just have this one last thing, which is I challenge you guys to go out and set the example to others. Show them that you are Christ. You are Christians.
Good morning. Um, congratulations to all seniors who are graduating. Today I'll be reading Philippians 2, 14 through 15. Do everything without grumbling or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault, in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. It is, it, is, it is good to see um, all of you guys here. Um, just for your um, information, I have a stuttering issue. It's something that I've been having ever since I was a toddler. Un unfortunately, it hasn't gone away ever since. But thanks to God, He has given me the courage to, to be up here and preach. Um, okay. Have you ever had a job or chores that, that you had to, to do? And you have complained that it is, that it is, that it, it's too much work. It's boring. I don't like doing this specific kind of task that that I have to do. You might you might you might also have said I don't like my boss or my 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 parents telling me what to do. At, at some point we we. We have said I don't like. At some point, we have said I don't like my job, or said I don't like doing chores at all. We we also may be lazy that we that we don't want to do the um um that we don't want to do anything, or we or we do it, but we don't do it the right way on how it should be done. Well, all of these is part of, of our human nature. We, we can experience all of these things and, and everything that we do. To, today, today, I'm going to talk about how God want, wants us to be in, in everything that we do. If we go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 14 through, through 15, it says, do, do all things without grumbling or questioning. That, that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish, in the midst of, of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Next, let's read Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. It says, Whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Give him thanks to God, through him. Now, if we go further on more into verses 23 and 24, it says, whatever you do, work at it with all your your heart as working for the, the Lord, not not for human masters, since, 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 since you know that you will receive an inheritance from, 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 from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are you are serving. Let me tell you of my personal experience. So once I was mowing the, the, the lawn, and my dad comes up and he tells me, so, 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 how's it hanging there? And, and my reaction, I was like, no, this is boring, you know, like going back and forth, and then, you know, and then like, it's the same thing over and over again. And so he tells me, look, how are you going to be um, 
um, successful in life. How are you going to get far in life with that, with that attitude that you have? Same thing for us. How can we expect something good to happen? How can we receive the blessing from God? And even how can we show the world that we are God's children? If we complain, if we grumble, if we question the same thing as the world. And um, in conclusion to my point, if we do it in God's way, we will receive the benefits from God that come from 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 obedience. Another way how God wants us to be is to be diligent and diligent in everything that we do. Let's go to Proverbs ten verses four four through five. It says, "Lazy hands make 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 poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth." He he who gathers crops in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. This shows that we should think as the one who is gathering his crops. You know, because he is thinking, where where would I end up if I don't gather my crops? How would I live if I don't? What type of person am I in front of the eyes of God? That's if I choose to to gather my crops around. Same thing for us. We we should think the the the, the exact same way. You know, um, we should think whether whether um, um we should think yeah where you know where would we end up if we choose to work it on and even what. What, what kinds of children are we in, in front of the eyes of God if we choose to work or not? Be, because, look, now it's summertime for us. Well, well it's all to June, you know. But, you know, but, you know, but now it, but now it's, but now it's, now it's the, 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 the time to not slack off. Now it is time to work for God. Another thing how we could be diligent in everything that that we do is that we can work on having on having a stronger faith we can work on having a stronger real re, relationship with God so so when those tough times happen when those times of darkness arrive we know how to react to them and we know who to put our trust on a third way how God wants us to be is being persistent in everything that we do. If we uh, let's read Second Timothy chapter two verse six. It says, "the the the hardworking farmer should be the, should be the first to receive a share of the crops." This shows that if we work hard, this shows that if we work that if we work hard and and everything that we do, if we put in the work, sooner or later, sooner or later, the blessings of God will both come, and and we will also be the first ones in entering His kingdom when when all of this life is over. My 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 brothers and sisters, I'll conclude with this: and and everything that 
what we do. Let's do it God's way. And also, let's be um, diligent in everything that we do because our lives will, will be much easier along the way. And let's be per- persistent because it, because it will pay off along the way. And, and, and also, when, when this life is over, we would be the first ones in entering his kingdom. Um, well, thank you for, for having us to, to part, participate in this uh, in service and, and for us to share our, our thoughts with you. My, my, my invitation is this. If, if, if this, if the sermon has touched you in a way, and if you would like for us to pray for you, we as a church are, are, more, than, are, are, are more than happy to, to help you.